Most independent artists and musicians I see release their music, typically uploaded through a distributor like TuneCore or United Masters, with a decent album cover and they sort of call it a day. While some artists may be able to get away with this lackluster effort, it sure doesn't help them maximize their potential. It's important that you learn about all the ins and outs of the various music DSPs. In this episode, we'll be talking about all the features that Spotify has to offer. And then we'll cap off the episode with some frequently asked questions about playlisting. We hope you enjoy it, and thanks for listening. The first feature I want to talk about is the Spotify Ad Studio. The Creator Studio can help you discover new fans and connect with existing ones. You can use both audio and visual ads to promote your content. Easily reach listeners based on their age, gender, location, activity, interest, or music taste. And just like YouTube ads, you can target the fans of similar artists. Spotify also does a fairly good job at providing you with the data you need to analyze from your campaign. You can use this data to see what areas your track performs better in and then increase your budget in those areas to develop a stronger fan base. It works to your advantage to be personable when creating your ad content. You might want to consider doing your own voiceover with a strong call to action. When you place your ad, you'll be given the option to add a click-through link. So you could send users to a new playlist you created featuring your latest single in the mix with other well-known artists or straight to your profile to see your latest project. I've also seen a couple artists use this feature to promote tours, merchandise, and other content like documentaries. So depending on your campaign goals, you'll need to devise a strategy that works best for you. The next two features I want to talk about add really nice subtle touches to your campaign that can make all the difference. The first one I want to talk about is called a canvas. Canvases are short looping visuals that you can add to each of your tracks on Spotify. Spotify calls it album artwork for the streaming age. Artists tend to see an increase in streams, shares, and playlist ads when this feature is used appropriately. I recommend using websites like Fiverr or Upwork to find a graphic designer that makes short looping content that suits your taste. Your canvas reaches fans beyond Spotify too. When you or a listener shares the track from Spotify to Instagram, your canvas will loop in the background of the story along with the track details and a link back for the fans to play it on Spotify. The final feature I want to mention isn't really a feature, but more so a set of tools that you can use to add some additional character to your profile. You can do things like share updates with your fans through an artist pick, add a fundraising link to help you fund the next tour, or use a featured playlist to promote your new single. Utilizing all of these features on a monthly basis will ultimately help you build a stronger fan base faster. Now that you know about all the basic features of Spotify, let's talk about a few frequently asked questions when it comes to playlisting. Please note, all of these questions have been answered directly by Spotify playlist curators. Question one, how do I contact the curator? Anyone can pitch music through Spotify for artists. 
That's the place where all editors go to look for new music. It's your line to contact in our editors. Question two, how does an individual get placed on algorithmic playlists and how long are they placed for? Algorithmic playlists like Discover Weekly and Release Radar are updated weekly. For Release Radar, an artist's new release is eligible to appear in the playlist for up to 28 days after it's been released. You can only have one song in the Release Radar at a time, so if you're releasing multiple tracks over the month, keep this in mind. There is nothing specific you can do to get on algorithmic playlist. Question three, is there qualitative data that is factored into the playlisting process? Absolutely. Music speaks to us in more ways than numbers. We put listening first. And we also look for what's happening in the culture, artists pushing boundaries, and always consider a maraud of music characteristics when curating, from BPM and tempo to song structure and key signature. For instance, for Juneteenth, our regular New Music Friday playlist was made up of entirely black artists and we featured new local artists in our New York City playlist. Question four, does paying for user curated playlist promotion look bad? First things first, you cannot pay to get on an official Spotify playlist. If someone or a third party company is offering playlist placement on a playlist in exchange for money, this is a streaming manipulation service that goes against Spotify's guidelines for music promotion. Additionally, we routinely remove user-generated playlists that claim to offer this, so it won't benefit you in the long run. Our editors and algorithms are there to get your music in front of the most receptive audiences. Those playlists aren't. Okay, gang. That's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. Um, if you guys have any questions about something that we went over in the podcast, be sure to, to reach out to us via text at 770-672-5770. Or you can visit the website at classiccreative.co. Until next time, guys. Peace. Peace.